0: This morning, we have just the privilege of being able to hear a local story. Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of local church St. Pete. So here's what we want to do whenever we hear these local stories. We just want to celebrate God's grace at work in our midst. We want to highlight his activity. I think we can go far too long without just slowing down and looking around and seeing where God is at work. It's important for us to celebrate his activity and his presence. Um, So this morning, we have the privilege of hearing from Kara Contreras. And Kara and her husband, Miguel, lead a house group. They're deacons here. And so let's welcome her as she comes. Thank you.
1: Good morning. Again, my name is Kara. It's a joy to share what God has been doing in my life. There's a frame hanging above our piano in our living room. It's a portrait of our family. Me, my husband Miguel, our daughter Isla, our son Kaleo, and our old dog Toodles. We are drawn facing out, our backs to the viewer, as if you were joining us and looking out at a sunset. A family portrait may be a normal sight in other families' homes like ours, but this portrait is different. It represents more than just my family and the beautiful piece of art. It represents the faithfulness and the grace of God in my life. You see, it was given to me by four dear friends, several of whom may be sitting out with you today. They commissioned another friend, an artist, to hand paint each of us. This meant so much because they gave it to me right after my dog of 15 years died. They knew she'd been there over half my life, and I was more emotional as I had just had our son three weeks prior. It was the most thoughtful way to commemorate the best dog, and this special gift made me feel so deeply loved by these friends. When we moved here almost three years ago, I was crushed to leave Louisville, Kentucky, where we had moved from. I went to school there, met my husband there, and we had an amazing church and community and friends. I didn't want to move, but we had to. Miguel's mom was not doing well health-wise, and we knew the Lord was calling us to care for her, and we couldn't do that in every way needed from another state. I was apprehensive that I could ever find the lifelong type friends that I had made through Bible college and my church. I wondered who would be there on a terrible day or who would cry with me or throw me a baby shower when one day, Lord willing, we had a family. My husband, contrary to his normal optimism, prepared me to expect difficulty in finding a solid church here and warned me that it would likely not be an easy transition. When he had moved away from St. Pete four years prior, he knew of only one gospel-teaching church, and it was a far drive from where we were going to live. While the Lord and his faithfulness proved us very wrong, we found local church St. Pete only a couple weeks after visiting. We were thrilled with a line-by-line teaching of the Bible and quickly saw the heart of the church to really live life with each other. But the transition for me still wasn't easy, and I wrestled with why God would move me here. I hated giving up the many people and places I loved so much and just wanted to feel known without having to try. Over time, I got to know people beyond just Sunday mornings in passing. This ranged from women's Bible study brunches, walks at the park, praying with a sister, sharing meals with our house group, discipleship group with a few girls struggling together and encouraging one another, a mom's group who could listen and give hope when tears were flowing. It wasn't effortless like I wanted it to be. Opportunities for community were everywhere, but the Lord had to give me courage to start over. Community is hard work, and it still is. It involves being willing to show up and be present, to be vulnerable, to confess sin, to be offended at times, to share the dirt of your life and your heart with other people, to rejoice with others, bear other people's burdens, and commit to caring for them. A songwriter and friend named Sarah Sparks sums it up perfectly in a song called Your Burden Is Mine. It says, don't hold your tears back from me, and I'll give you mine, and I'll give you mine. Don't spare me from anything. Your burden is mine. Your burden is mine. Careful, my brother, there on your own, for it is a fool who suffers alone. There's none self-sufficient, only those who try. So swallow your pride. Your burden is mine. It's the call of the many one another's and call to community in scripture. It reminds me of 1 Peter 4, 8 through 11. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I have experienced God's grace in various forms, through his people and the ways they have served me, through the reminders of the gospel from sisters, through the delivered meals after our babes were born, through the thoughtful gifts left at my door, through the loving offers to watch the kids, through hospitality during a power outage, and through the gift of a beautiful family portrait." I'm so grateful for all the Lord has taught me and is teaching me through his provision and through this community of local church St. Pete. Thank you.